Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be when you're listening to this podcast. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rayma's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac. Once again, on this rainy April day. And, um, you know, we would love to hear from you guys. You know, would you like to hear from him, Tony? I do. Just yeah. don't vote us off the island. Don't vote us off the island. Yeah, well, it's, it, we're not into a game show here. Yeah. I mean, we, we, they can't vote. Yeah, they can't vote. It doesn't yeah. matter what their votes are. Yeah. We're, we're going to continue to have this podcast regardless yeah. of what anybody Whether they votes. like it or not. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> you know. But we want to hear from you. Um, so if you'll just email us, podcast at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot org. And um, let us know what you want to hear. I know you, we all know you want to hear from females, and so we are going to interview more Duly noted. Duly, it's already noted. You guys have, have let us know that, so, um, so that's coming up. Um, but we want to hear from you, and we'd like to hear your feedback, like to hear what you think about the podcast. We'll have to take down the <clears throat> sign, though, on the door. What sign? Granny's at it says, no ladies allowed. No ladies allowed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not on the door. Yeah. It is on the door? Yeah. Oh. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we do want to hear from you. Also, we'd like you to like us on Facebook and, and on Instagram um, at um, Rayma Podcasts. And so we want to hear from you that way. Well, we're, we're now part two of our discussion of staying lit, staying on fire, being ignited. We're here once again with Marty Grisham from OK Roof Nerds. Uh, yes, yes. okroofnerds.com. Okay, yes, and what's the number again? 918-973-1010. Commercial roofing, right? Commercial and residential. Oh, you're doing residential yes, as sir, well. Yes, we do. Yes, so, sir. So, so, you know, the fact that we had some tornadoes come through Oklahoma might actually be a good thing for your business? It could be. It could be. You know, praise for not, tornadoes. You praise for tornadoes. <laughs> and and <then>, hell. <laughs> and then Ariana, shawhomes.com. Yes, um, sir. You know, you, know, you want to give a number out for shawhomes.com? Oh, sure. You can check us out, of course, at 918 918- Two five eight six one six one, and there's model homes all over town. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. I, I I pass by a couple actually every time I I, I drive home. You know, um, you yeah. know, sawhomes dot com. Which yeah. you guys have both had a great year. I mean, right? I We've mean, you had know, a phenomenal you know, year. You know, yeah. Well, twenty twenty and then twenty twenty one. I mean, you know, because God bless you guys in spite. Yes. In spite of what the devil is trying, yeah. you know, and, and, and we do want to pray for those th- th- that have had a, a, a crummy year and, and the devil's really, but, but, you know, been done a wonder on their business, but, but yeah. praise God, you know, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's because of the knowledge and the faith that you guys have, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, what you, what you talk about. But anyway, we're talking about my sermon, um, April, what we figured April the 18th, 18th. Um, I spoke of a sermon called, um, well, I initially tied it, called, called it uh, Ignite, and then later on we kind of talked about getting lit and um, not getting lit in a spiritual way. Yes. And, <laughs> and we talked about that, you know, when there is a rocket on a launch pad, that those, those you know, you have the, the main rocket, then you have the fuel boosters behind it, and they're, 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 those things are powerful, <clears throat> you know. And in fact, you know, obviously, you know, you can't have any kind of spark because those things will go off. And then we have a countdown. It's got it's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And they use the word ignition. And that word ignition is where people, it's, it's not people, it's where, where the rockets start to light up because, you know, they throw a switch and a fire ignites that, that fuel. And when the fire ignites that fuel, that rocket propels into outer space. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the church is at the point of ignition yes. where, where we need to light up 
the fuel, the power of God that's on the inside of us. And you know, I, I, I think I said in the sermon, but also that I have been watching on television before and they start to count down and then for some reason they stop the countdown, you know, and they say, well, we're going to delay it, you know, whether it be so many minutes for weather or, or even days sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, you know, once you hit that initial point, you can't stop. That's right. But before you get to that point, you can stop. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, I, I, I said in, in the, the sermon, you know, a lot of times our countdown, we delay our countdown because we, we, we decide to say, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 5, 5, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 7, you know, you know or whatever. We, 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 we do our countdown and we, we delay the countdown for whatever reason. Maybe we think we're, we're not ready. We're not on fire. We're, we need to. We, we've, we haven't done the, the 28 steps, you know, to ignite the fire on the inside of you that brother so-and-so wrote a book about or something. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. But, yeah. You know, it is kind of funny how, how I think us as ministers sometimes have hindered Christians because we, we put all these steps out there and they're trying to do all the right steps. And I kind of attribute to the hokey pokey. You know, you put your right foot in, you put your right foot out, you put your right foot in and shake it all about. And so you're doing all these steps and you get to the point where like, okay, did I put my left hand in? Or did I not put my left hand mm-hmm. in? Or did I put it out? And I don't know. And people start getting confused. You know, yeah. did I do all these steps? And so they, they concentrate on all the steps instead of just lighting up and being on fire for God. Yeah. And, you know, what, what really kind of hit me is the only person that can stop your countdown is you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you control whether you ignite the fire of God that's on the inside of you or, or you just, you know, fizzle out. Yeah. You know, or, 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 you know, I'm sure there's probably been rocket launches in the past where they say ignition and nothing lights up. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of like the, we've all been there. Fourth of July, you know, celebrating the, the freedom of our nation, 1776. No, no, not, not that we're doing it in 1776, but you know, yeah. celebrating, you know, our Independence Day. And have you ever had one of those duds whenever, you know, the, 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 and it just doesn't light up? Yeah. And, and you're in your mind thinking, well, I hope this thing doesn't blow up whenever I go see you know you know check it out but yeah we, we we've all been there and seen that but you know i've seen there are a lot of christians that are going through the same thing spiritually right now yeah yeah you know and and, and i i mentioned on them my message i'm so tired of, of being on the edge of revival and the edge of something i think we need to be pushed over the edge and we just need to go ahead and do it because it's our boldness it's our boldness to step out and and i and i, and I actually even repented myself right there on stage because I know that I haven't been as bold as I should be, yeah. you know, and, and because I mean, you're there, I'm just going to be honest guys. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on, on me being, you know, the grandson of Kenneth Hagen and all these kind of things and expectations and, and, you know, and I know, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks have had a lot of expectations and sometimes that I, I feel that I've fallen short sometimes and, you know, we all know I'm not, it's not, a, I've gone through a divorce. I mean, you know, that's a no, no. in in Christian world, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not a perfect man, you know, if you want to, so to speak, but it's not about perfection. No, it, it, it's, a, it's about being someone that wants to be used by God, you know, to, to win this end time <clears throat> harvest, because, you know, ultimately it's about getting as many people on our team yes. as we can, Amen. you know, yeah. and then the Lord's going to come back. 
you know, and, and the Bible says to occupy till he comes. And, you know, and, and I don't just want to occupy by like just hanging out, you know, and, and I know when we get together, we have a good time and that's great. You know, yeah. we can clap about that. But, you know, I think so many Christians are just want to have a good time with each other and they forget about there's a lost and dying, hurting world right now. Yes. You know, and, and there's a lot of us Christians sitting on, on the pew. We still have pews here at Raymond. Maybe you're sitting on the, on the, on the chair at your church. Yeah. That you know the word you it's on the inside of you but but it's not about you sharing the words because you think well that's 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 what the pastor needs to do no that's what we as christians as believers need to do we we need as believers we should go to all the world and preach the gospel i know tony when we left off this last program that you had some some things on your heart that you wanted to share so um, we're gonna we're gonna let you go first all right well just you know as aaron as soon as he went to ephesians one yeah um, and then I'm, my mind is, is, is on what, and, and I'm, I'm sorry guys, you know, listeners, we're all stirred up right here yeah, yeah. and you know, we're all, we're all on the same team, but, but, you know, we want to get everybody on the same team. Yes. Like, like Aaron's talking about one church. I mean, it's not about Raymond Bible church or, or this church or that church. It's about all of us. It's his church, yeah. his church being together, yeah. united. It was, it was, it was, I mean, before we get to you, yeah, Tony, read that again. Yeah, can you read that again? What what you what you, you yeah, said? Cause, yeah, Because you know, sure. we're part two here, so some people. Yeah. And and if you haven't listened to part one, um, guys, I, I would encourage you to go back listen to, to, to part one of, of this podcast. So, you know, because it might help you within part two. But I want Aaron to read what what yeah, the Lord sure. gave him. You know. So um, everybody knows <laughs> the saying: "One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all." And um, the Lord just reminded me that when we became you know the thing, yeah, you know, the you thing. Know, that's you know right. The thing. When when we Sorry, became a nation, it really was God's people <laughs> leaving the oppression of the church and the church moving to a new place. And so He said to me, "One church under Christ in unity with freedom and justice for all is really what it's about. That's what we need is a united." church under Christ. And I would also just back that up with one other thing is there is a spirit of antichrist in this world. Now, Jesus said it was so. And that spirit of antichrist is very allied against the church right now. We need the church to get that same unity that the, you know, under the spirit of Christ, we need to be unified under Christ. So, With that, go ahead, Tony. Jump in. Well, a couple of things that were shared last podcast. You 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 brought us to the power of God, which is what Craig's talking about. Yeah. And 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 Marty mentioned this issue of deception, and I kept hearing on the inside maximum thrust, hmm. maximum thrust, hmm. and my mind. You know, when you're talking and you mentioned it last podcast, Craig. You know, my fascination with space travel, you know, outside of Star Trek is, is the space shuttle the space shuttle. I mean, that was, that's what, that's what yeah, I grew up on. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, before yeah. we mothballed it and started hitching a ride on a Tesla, uh, you know, that's another subject, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 hey, what, but, but at least now we actually have an American, yeah, yeah. American yeah, made I, rocket. I'm not a ride with Russia. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. So, but when that space shuttle is sitting on that launch pad, I mean, it's, it's, it's no, it's no small thing, the power, the thrust that that moves it into outer space. And and I, I love the voice translation of the scriptures. I've, I've just loved those for several years, and that's what I 
just by default go to on my Bible app. And so I was reading along with you there in Ephesians. Yeah. And I've prayed these prayers for years uh, after the example of Brother Hagin and his instruction. But here in the voice translation, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, just for sake of time, just pick up with verse 8, 18, excuse me. It says, uh, open the eyes, Paul's praying here, open the eyes of their heart and let the light, you know, get lit, mm-hmm. and let the light of your truth flood in. Shine your light on the hope. Remember, hope, help, and healing. Mm-hmm. On the hope you are calling them to embrace. Reveal to them the glorious riches you are preparing as their inheritance. Let them see the full extent of your power that is at work in those who believe and may it be done according to your might and power and friends it is this same might and and resurrection power that he used in the anointed one to raise him from the dead Mm. and so that power that's available when you're talking about getting lit it, it it's no small power yeah it you know and not to split hairs but but paul seems to under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit here, be very clear that we we gain that revelation knowledge of the extent of this power, and he's comparing it to show us it's the same power, guys, that God displayed when he raised Jesus from the dead. Yeah. Well, just it hit me just this morning as, as teaching uh, Isaiah in school, Raymond Bible Training College, RBTC, .org. And, and in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah, which one theologian has aptly called the Mount Everest of Messianic prophecy. He begins with the question, to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Well, I begin to meditate on that and run, run back through the Old Testament. And in the book of Psalms, when it talks about creation, it mentions uh, him measuring the heavens with the span of his hand, in other words, his fingers. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that, I mean, that's one amount, that, that's, there's only so much power in my fingers mm-hmm. if you want to be real mm-hmm. real literal with this thing. Mm-hmm. And and in Exodus, when he talks about him bringing the children uh, out of Egyptian bondage, said he did it with his strong hand. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, then, and then now Isaiah prophesying <clears throat> about the arm of the Lord when he begins to talk about the plan of redemption. Yeah. And Paul said, you know what? It's that same power. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just the finger. It's just not the hand. It's the strong arm of the Lord. Yeah. And so if we get lit, yeah. what is available to us to reap this end-time harvest and bring people to Jesus is God's maximum thrust. Mm. Hey, can I jump in here? I was Speaking of maximum thrust, I, I was really blessed. I think this was in 2019. Um, Boeing was doing the, the revealing of their commercial Starliner. And so this was um, Jim Bridenstein and Ron DeSantis. This was down in Florida. I got to go down and get a behind-the-scenes tour with Jim Bridenstein, and I literally got to watch. This is the first time I've ever seen a rocket take off from NASA. Oh, wow. I was standing next to Jim Bridenstein and Ron DeSantis, the <clears throat> governor of Florida, wow. watching wow. that rocket take off. Well, I'm sitting there watching it take off. It, the thing is, is I wanted to go back to you said that the canisters of fuel are sitting there strapped mm-hmm. to this thing. It is full of potential. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what God has put in every single person. He made us in the image of God and after his likeness, which means we are filled 
with potential. Paul said it's already at work in those of us that believe. Yeah, and now you're connecting it to the power source, the power source that is so incredible. I'm standing there with these guys watching this rocket take off, and here's the thing is that people miss things sometimes because their expectation isn't right. When I saw the blast come out from under that, I I could not believe how much fire and smoke came out of that thing. But it's not hardly moving. Like it barely starts to move. Mm-hmm. And then I remember about two minutes or three minutes after, we're still watching it. It was a clear day. You could <clears throat> see the light from these rockets you could still see it and it was several minutes had gone by and jim bridenstine who's the head of nasa i'm standing next to him he turns to me and he goes do you know where that rocket is right now and i was like i have no idea and he said it's over the indian ocean oh my goodness wow. and i said what and he said it, it do you, he goes do you know how fast it's going right now and i said no and he said 25,000 miles per hour so he said, just to put that in perspective for you, every second, five miles, five miles, five miles, five miles, five miles. And here's the thing. When it started, it looked like it wasn't moving, mm-hmm. but the potential inside of it had been realized when it was several minutes out. And I'm literally looking at this dot in the sky that's over the Indian Ocean within minutes. It's going five miles a second. And I'm just saying, like, your analogy of that rocket is so incredible because, you know, you mentioned when when your grandfather started this thing, there was, you know, that group of the full gospel businessmen yeah. are what kind of helped him get that start from a financial perspective. Yeah, propelled him. And I always thought like, Lord, what's my part in this? You know, I went to Rama and then I studied in the pastors and I didn't go and become a pastor. But as I got into business, what I started to realize is that there's another side of this. And there's only, if you have a church of a thousand people, there's only one person standing in the pulpit. But there's 999 other people that are a part of the fuel. Yeah. They supply part of that fuel to get that rocket off the launching pad. And as the potential starts to be realized, more and more people will jump on. If you're sitting here thinking about going to Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org, you should jump in. I went to rbtc.org. Little did I know I would be running a company Years later, I was broke when I came to Rama. <laughs> Today, I literally run a company that just did $141 million last year. And, and, my and to part, God be the glory. Yeah, and to God be the glory, absolutely. But I'm saying, like, that is so that I can help fund, you know? And that's what the purpose of the people sitting in the pews is, is to help bring what every joint supplies. You know, we are part of supplying what happens in this world on the ministry level the the pastor brings the vision and then the people help supply the provision 
to go bring that to come to pass. So we need to get lit about our giving and funding the gospel around the world. If we want to, if we want to all be a part of the marriage supper of the lamb, which is coming soon, then we need to get busy about our father's business and be helping to promote and pay for the mission to be carried around the world. That's where we need to get lit. Amen. You, you, I don't miss supper. I'm just letting you know. You I don't miss, miss supper. supper. Never miss supper. Hey, one, one thing I want to say, it's interesting how, how and you, you were, I've never actually been there to rocket launch. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I, I did have the privilege one time when I was visiting the happiest place on earth. It was in Orlando, Florida, and the oh, yeah. space shuttle was coming back. Oh, and wow. so I was listening and watching the you know, television, you know, back when, when, when the newscasters actually told the news. And so they were saying, okay, guys, listen, you're going to hear two sonic booms. And that, that's, you know, that, that's the space shuttle getting back in the atmosphere. And, you know, and sure enough, you know, we, we heard two booms and, I mean, it's pretty awesome, you know, just, just to, you know, watching on, you know, just being that close. And I've always wanted to, to watch a rocket launch, but you were talking about how there's fire and smoke, you know, but those are all known to be like the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And, you know, understand the fire and smoke first came and then it started launching. Yeah. And, and, and you said, you said it seemed to be launching slowly right at first. So, you so, you know, sometimes we're thinking, when, are we really having any kind of effect? But if we'll continue to be on fire, I mean, before long, we're going to launch this all across the world. That's right. You know, like you said, of Indian Ocean. And, and I do thank God for what Raymond Bible Training College has been able to do across the world through our graduates. Yeah. You know, and, and I know my grandfather used to get so excited whenever he would. In fact, we, I remember the, the day that an individual came, you know, he, he would say that we would, we had Raymond graduates on every inhabited continent of, of the United States, uh, sorry, of the world. You know, he says, unfortunately, we don't really have any in, in, in Antarctica because there's not very many people there. Mm-hmm. And then I was there the day where, where a gentleman says, hey, I just want to let you know that, that he knows of some Raymond graduates that, that laid it on, on their heart to go minister to the scientists in, in Antarctica. You know, and so we've had mm-hmm. Raymond graduates on every continent of the earth, wow. even Antarctica. That's cool. And so he was so excited yeah. about that. Well, I'm excited today to be able to, to say that we have Raymond students, maybe not every continent, because we don't, we don't have Raymond Antarctica yet. Maybe Marty needs to go and, and start that. Um, you know, <laughs> They'll but, need a good roof. Yeah, they need yeah. roofs. But, but, you know, but we have Raymond students, you know, on, you know, I mean, think about this, you know, 52 nations of the world, and, and we're going to have more, but we have 272, 73 you know, schools right now. Yeah. And so we're, you know, my grandfather used to say that the sun never sits, uh, you know, on a Raymond graduates. Well, the sun never sets on a Raymond student training for, for you know, to minister the word or, 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 you know, so it's so awesome to be able to, to be over that. And one of my responsibilities is our international schools. And, I, and I'm, you know, I'm very proud of what, what we're doing internationally, <laughs> you know, but I think that you kind of hit it real big on the podcast, last podcast, you know, while we're going out internationally, our nation is falling apart. Yeah, it is. And, and, and we're, we're quickly not becoming one nation under God. Because I remember, you know, as a kid, when, when, you know, you would hear like 80% of our nation, you know, claims to be born again Christians. Right. You know, that number, you said 37%? Is, 31%. Is 30, 31%. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, and, and you go back to my grandfather's last mission before before he went was, was like said was what we call Holy Ghost meetings yeah. because he said this move will be missed if we don't train this next generation. That's right. And then it makes me sad to say now I'm I'm not saying Ray McGrath, which you know because I think most of them have have are, are on board with that, but there are a lot of pastors I know I know they're spirit filled, and and, and 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 they even will admit that, but but they say well that's not for everybody. Well, it is for everybody, yeah, right? You know, and and so they're not training that, right? You know, even though they know about being filled with the spirit, they they know about the power, and they almost think, well, that's something that we as ministers should possess, but you guys don't need. No, every believer and, and, needs it, and that's right. But that's what we teach. Yeah, but not all over America or all over the world is being taught. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and then you know, I I know we we had Darren Baldwin. Pastor Darren Baldwin, Alive Oak, Florida. Um, in fact, they're celebrating their 40th. 40 um, years. 40 years for their, their church, Melody Church. Pretty awesome. They've been going 40 years. You know, Lars' dad pastored it before yeah. them. Anyway, and he wrote a book called One. And at that time, he said there were, there were 30,000 denominations in the United States. I think I think now it's close to the 40,000. 40,000. You know, when we started out the podcast, one, you know, one place in one accord. How can we be in one accord if we as believers can't even believe Here's here's thing. how I, here's how I, I hate to interrupt, but here's yeah, how I see that Craig is, we have thirty thousand divisions in Christ. Yeah, that's what we have. We have thirty thousand divisions in the church, and now it is the devil working against the church. And I believe that that's what this whole COVID thing has been. On top of that, if I can get slightly political for a moment, is that it is dividing man dividing the church itself into everybody being their own member by themselves and not coming together it's the it's stopping the forsake not the assembling together of yourself and and well actually you know aaron i don't like it when people say that's political because it's not political it's spiritual it is spiritual it is spiritual do do you realize we have a spiritual attack and they get mad at us you know me you i mean you know we're we're all been a little bit political they say yeah but but, you know, we believe that, that, first of all, that we have the right to worship God according to the Bible. Yeah. You know, uh, the Bible says not to forsake to assemble yourself together. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and my grandfather, he always said, I'm a stickler fat, I, you know, about that. He would, in fact, he would tell people that one reason why he believed a lot of people were sick because they didn't have a home church. And, yeah. and they weren't getting grounded in the word. And so th- they didn't know how to combat the devil whenever, whenever, and that's how, why they would get sick. Yeah. You know, or, and that's why they, would, they go through all kinds of issues. He said, one of the first things you need to do is get a home church and, <clears throat> and get there. Now, yeah. now at that time, obviously they didn't have online church or, or whatever, but we found out, you know, in, in the, the last few years that online stuff doesn't work as well as we think it does. No, it doesn't. I, I mean, yeah. you know, on, look at our online education. I mean, they're saying our, our kids, I mean, they're even talking about maybe some <clears> of the <throat> kids redoing their grade because they didn't really learn anything. Right. Because, you know, there's something about being there yeah. and it comes back to biblical being in one place in one accord. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so, you know, so we have, you know, we need to, according to God's word, assemble together. We have a right as an American the Constitution gives us a right to freely worship and pre- freely assemble. And it even starts out before America was even America. It starts out our Thanksgiving. The pilgrims came here, like you said, they sacrificed much yes. in, in order to be able to come to a place to worship God. I mean, our, our, our country was founded on worshiping God. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons that we broke away from the British rule is because they were trying to tell us what we could and could not do. 
you know, right. which kind of seems about happening now here again. Exactly you know, so what happened in 1776 is we revolted and started our own nation to become one nation under God, indivisible. That was our, that was the plan. Yeah. You know, and, and see what happened is, is the powers that be. And I'm not, I'm not going to say the powers that be because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's right. It's not a you know one party against the other you know you know one race against the other. It's the devil. That's right. The D E V I L. The devil. That's El right. Diablo. Diablo. You know. Oh, you know, foot. Coming together against the church because he knows his days are numbered. <clears throat> That's right. And we've all read Revelation. We've all read, you know, or maybe we haven't all read. Re- I've read Revelation. I've read <laughs> it, read, yes. we, everyone in this room's read, read Revelation. Read, read you know, and we understand that the time is getting short, We're, that we are entering the last days, and he's trying to stop us to being in one place and one accord. That's right. And so we have a, you know, natural right as, as constitutional right, according to his Americans, <clears throat> you know, to, to assemble and worship God as we please. That's right. It doesn't say as the government pleases us. To, you know, you know. Here's the rules. If you want to worship, you got to do it this way and that way. And you know, what? It's not about that. And so, I don't think it's getting political. I mean, we're getting spiritual. Yeah. You amen. know. And, and so, and I, I'm kind of tired of the words of people telling me I'm I'm political, and, and I am. I we're, am. We're getting biblical. Yeah, we're really? getting biblical, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, and, and the reason that I have decided to get more in, in, in involved in, and I'm just going to flat out tell you, I don't really care. The Republican Party is because they, um, you know, represent the the the, the morals. That I believe in Christian values, the Christian values. Yeah. And, and, and I tell you what, I mean, you know, we need leaders. Yeah. And, and I, I believe that God calls people, you know, you know, to be political leaders as well. And, and our political leaders started out to be pastors. That's right. I mean, that, that was the beginning of our nation. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you know, I, you know, I think that some of us need to step up, and, you know, and take take the lead. And I've decided, you know, <laughs> this 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 last year you know so has been a transformation of me mm. both naturally and spiritually yep. you know and, yep. and i'm I, i'm gonna take my place in, in this end time you know mm. and i'm gonna do my part you know because i i believe that god has called me to be a leader to do my part you know and, and i need people to help me and thank god i have a lot of folks that, you know you guys good folks right here in this room to, yep. to help me to take my part because Amen. you know and and yes i'm gonna be a little political sometimes you know because because if we don't be political, socialism and communism, going back to my grandfather's 1963 prophecy, is going to overtake this world. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, it's going to shut down the church. It's gonna, it's gonna that's be, what yeah. it's trying to do is shut the church down. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, and, you know, and people don't understand this. So, well, I don't like politics in the church. Well, you know, I, I want the church to exist. Yeah, you know, exactly. and, and, and we're going to exist no matter what. And, and I don't, and I don't thank God for, you know, thank God, in Oklahoma, we have a spirit-filled governor, you yeah. know. And, but if we, even if we don't have a spirit-filled governor that, that wants to, we're not going to shut this church down. Yeah. I mean, we're going to continue, but you know, we're only one church. I mean, the church as a whole needs to come together, you know. And if we would come together, like-minded. Now, some I, I heard a. Um, a Someone said, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, that there are 40 million, 40 million um, what they call evangelicals, you know, you know, in the United States right now. So if, if us 40 million could find a way to be together, I mean, yeah. what, what, what could we, we do? Right. 40 million of us. 
you know, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, when two are gathered together, what if 40 million, 40 million Americans to come together, united, you know, Amen. in one cause. And, and you know, that, that's to get people born again, to get people saved, to, to set people free, to, to preach the good news. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're not hearing too much good news if you, if you listen to the mainstream media anymore right and, and even whenever sometimes we tell try to tell some good news on on our social media platforms they block the good news because it's good news and they don't want to hear good news that's right you know and that doesn't sell fear and, sellers you know and so i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm talking more than you guys are talking no, that's but, all you're right. good. but this yeah. is craig's podcast yeah, i know it's this my podcast but <laughs> you know but, but I'm, I'm trying to we're supposed to be interaction but but you know i'm just we're i'm in I'm, your, I'm, your grandmother's at it yeah, you, know, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know but i'm just passionate guys and, you know, and, and you know it. what i need to figure out i mean you know what we all need to figure out and um, is we all just need to let go and let god you know decide it's not about me it's not about you know, what I know, it's, it's about the spirit of God that's on the inside of me. And if yeah. I'm just willing to light up what I have, yeah. you know, and not hide it under a bushel, no, you know, I'm going to let my light shine right. and let my light shine from sea to shining sea. I mean, you know, it, it, I believe that we are entering in the revival that, that you know, that, that we are all been praying yeah. for. Yes. And I think Marty kind of hit it up in, in our podcast this last, this last week. You know, we talk about praying for our city. I think it starts right there. It starts on our knees. Yeah. Amen. You know, you know, but the way to light up this nation is, is to begin to pray for this nation, you know, and pray for our cities and pray for our communities and, and, and pray for our, our, our leaders that, that have been elected, you know, whether they are of your party or not. God can speak to, I mean, God, God used a donkey mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, <clears throat> yeah. you know, to speak to Balaam. I mean, God, God used a whale or a big fish or whatever, you know, you know, to, to, to change Jonah. So, so God can use, you know, even people of of different parties or different, whatever, because there's something about prayer. And I think it starts there. I'm going to shut up and let you guys talk for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, speaking of prayer, Marty, speaking of prayer, let's just get down to the needy greedy. Okay. So, um, that's just my funny one for the episode um <laughs> it's not you know, as funny as episode as the last one you were on i was i know right <laughs> well i've been wondering you know how can we be one in, in one accord if some of us is in a subaru mm. yeah okay yeah that's a joke from the 80s uh, <clears throat> so uh you know what we're dealing with today is a lot of hearers of the word in the body of christ and not enough doers yeah. that's what i've so loved about what's happened in our lives i see Mm -hmm. what uh the conference is doing it is literally just causing doers to rise up because we've had so much put in us for a long time um so the getting lit um the canisters of fuel on the rocket ship lighting it all of that explosive force of power that Ephesians 1 scripture, I know it in and out, you know, the given to me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened for three things that I might know what's the hope of the calling, what's the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints, and then the one we're talking about, that we might know the exceeding greatness of power to usward who believes. It always reminds me of the other scripture in Ephesians 3.20, mm-hmm. and you know this one. Now unto he who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. So you got that exceeding, same word used there in the Ephesians 1. Exceedingly abundantly above anything we ask or think according to the power 
working in us. Mm-hmm. So what hit me a while ago while we were while you guys were discussing things was that scripture says according to what we anything we ask or think. So you're not only just the pastor of Raymond Bible Church and Tony, you're an instructor in the school. Yes. Uh, pastor Craig is an instructor in the school. So if you'll allow me to give the listeners a little homework, I think this is a time for show and tell, right? Yeah. Um, and they have a way to reach out to you to let you know what the homework is, right? There's, there's a way for them to send you a message, right? Podcastrayma.org. <clears throat> we want to hear back from you, and oh. here's your homework. Or, from, or, or make comments <laughs> on our Facebook site you know, exactly. or Instagram. So here's your homework. Listeners, put your ears on. This is what we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. This is what we want you to do. I want you to go to Ephesians 3.20. I want you to read that scripture. I want to see well, you to see the exceeding power he's got for you, right? And I want you to see that it's anything you ask or think. It's the more pro- than you can ask or think. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's more than what you can I mean, ask I mean, or think. I mean, think about what you can think about, and then it's more than that. So tomorrow morning when you get up, climb out of bed, put your dog on, everything you got to do, I want you to look in the mirror and talk to God or look at your Bible and talk to God and say, you know, God, it's time for me to be a doer. I'm going to start acting yeah. like I'm lit, even though I'm not, not been feeling like I'm lit. So today, God, I want you, by the Holy Ghost, to give me a person to talk to about you, to invite a person to church, to give $10 to someone in your name, some way I can lay my hand on a sick and pray for them or for their child if they have a tear. It, it, whatever's going on in their world, what can I do today, God? Now, this is what happens. Because I do this a lot, right? Um, you'll do do that prayer tomorrow morning, and then if you go the whole day and he didn't give you something, because you're super busy. I know you got school, you got a job, you got a family. Before you go to bed, I want you to go back before the Father and say, um, "We got a problem. You didn't get my attention. I, you didn't interrupt my day and give me an assignment." Surely you don't, you you're going to use me, right, God? See, that's pleading a case before yeah, Him. Yeah, yeah. That's bringing remembrance to Him. That's saying to Him, God, I know you could talk to me and give me an assignment, as big or small as it is today, that I can touch someone's life today. And then the next day, you can reach two, touch two lives. But what I did many times was I would go the whole day and not touch someone, and I didn't, you know, not come back and affect their life in a way for God. And at the end of the day, I would just go to bed and say, well, it didn't happen. But no, no, no. If you keep bringing bringing it before the father he will shake you out of your desk he will stop your car at the gas station and point to you at the person to go pray for mm-hmm. he will do what you're asking him according to what you ask or think but you've got to begin to work with his grace and that power and he'll just stop your world right where it is and he'll put you in front of people that need to hear about jesus amen mm-hmm. you know i'm, I'm going to bring this back to my dad's saying that we all know the natural and, and the, the supernatural, supernatural working together brings an explosive force for God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been saying, he said that for years and years and years. I mean, you know, and it is interesting is that, you know, we think about the supernatural, but we forget about the natural. And we are the natural. Mm-hmm. And we have to decide that we're going to align together. And whenever we, we get lit and aligned together, that's when we become an explosive force for God. And, find, and it's interesting how that actually coincides with my message. Yeah. You know, and he's been saying, I mean, I, mean, I don't even know how long he's been saying that, yeah. that, that, you know, and I don't even know where that even came from. But that's, you know, we all attribute that's That's one of the mm-hmm. sayings yeah. that my, my father, you know, ha, ha, has, has said for many, many, many years. Yeah. And it's time for us to quit saying it 
and start being once again a doer of of god's word because we have a natural self yeah you know and and you know the bible talks about the willing and obedient some people say well i'm obedient but are you willing you know yeah yeah, well you know god you know i'm yeah i'm willing but are you going to do it i mean you know i and, you know, and, and the thing about it is, like my grandfather always talked about, the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. Yeah. I is. mean, you know, he's not going to make you do anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, and some of you guys might think this is kind of weird, but, but you know, I'm, you know, in church when, you know, there are times people get excited. And, and if you guys, you know, ever been around Rhyme Singers and Band, I mean, you know, we, we would get to a point a lot of times and, and, and Brother Daryl hit the bass, doom, 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 and everybody yeah. would take off. Well, I was in Lakeland, Florida, one you know, one time. Um, I've been there many times, but but you know, at 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 a crusade, we were there at the Lakeland Convention Center, you know, there in Lakeland, Florida, because at that time, sometimes my grandfather wanted to do meetings in the church, sometimes he wanted to do them in convention centers, so, so that because sometimes if you're in one church, the other churches don't want to participate. Right. Yeah. So 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 there's been times they say, oh God, I want to go to a convention center, so that way we can get many churches to come. That wh- why not come to 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 your church? or my church or this church or that church because you know we need to have the universal universal church and working yeah. together but anyway we're there we're in lakeland and, and the singers band kicked <clears> off the doom 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 nobody's dancing no one's doing anything and on, and on the inside <clears throat> here's the thing guys I'm, I'm not really a dancer i'm not really <laughs> i'm not really that kind of person we know and, we know, Pastor you know Craig. well i mean it's hard to say because you know th- th- there are there are youtube videos that prove the otherwise i mean you, you can watch right now if, if you'll just google Kenneth Hagen YouTube and you'll find things where I've took off, you know, run and dance. But anyway, I, at this point in time, I had never had done that. And I, I know some people might think that's weird, you know, doing that anyway, but, but there's this something about, about, you know, a freedom. And so, so I was sitting there and I felt upon me, you know, that I should take off, you know, dancing. And I'm like, that's, that's me. That's not God, you know, and all of a sudden on the inside, the Lord says, well, what you, you always say that, you know, I'll, uh, Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. But you're not even willing to, to move your feet. <laughs> and, and as soon as it did, I mean, something hit me on the inside. And I, mean, I just took off and I, I don't even, I don't even, you know, remember. And that, that meeting wasn't being on, being videoed on like some meetings. And so people didn't, you know, I mean, I, I danced all over. And, but as soon as I took off. I mean, it's funny because normally everyone else would have took off, but as soon as I took off, it ignited the whole convention center, you know, and, and, and I don't know, we had like 5,000 people there who all took off because I was obedient mm-hmm. just, just to, just to let God be God, Yeah, you know, now let, let's fast forward to later on in that service, later on in that service. And, and you guys know that my grandfather has always said that I have three times the healing anointing that he has, so, you know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying this because um, I don't like to brag on myself because it's not about me and it, it's about the, the Lord working in, in me, yeah. you know, and, and, but he's always said that, well, um, this is one of the first times I actually, I administered to the sick and, you know, he, that night he had me minister to the sick and it was, um, you know, raging Wilson, who's now a pastor out in California, yeah. wonderful man, Love you know, him. great, yeah. great guy. And uh, he was, you know, um, working the, the healing line. And so afterwards he came to me crying. Hmm. He, he goes, Craig, I just want to tell you, says you prayed for a gentleman who was blind in one eye. And when we picked him up, he's like, I can see, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, he, he, I mean, I mean, a miracle yeah. happened. So my thought pattern, what if I wouldn't be willing 
just to let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Could God use me that, that night yeah. to minister to this guy who was blind in one eye? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you know and all, and immediately got that miracle. Yeah. You know, sometimes we just have to, you know, just decide, you know what, I'm going to let my natural self go. Yeah. And I'm going to hook up with the spirit side and, you know, and together Amen. we're going to be a supposed spo- to force for God, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, to God be the glory yeah. that this man, you know, <laughs> you know, n- now sees out of both eyes, That's you awesome. know, and, and, you know, and it was, and it was just, you know, what it really taught me was, you know, when, when God tells you to do a small thing, just do it. Yeah. I mean, use the, the, the theme from Nike, which might not be a good organization, but I mean, you know, <laughs> just be a doer of God's word. Yeah. Well, just, it, you just know, your it. grandfather taught on it a lot. It's the issue of yieldedness. Yes. And this was coming up in my heart already. And I'm so glad you just brought us right here. Uh, it's, I mean, I was thinking, and this is some people may not identify. I know Aaron will, but, but before Jesus, I used to get lit. And when you get lit, we've heard Aaron's testimony. Yeah, we've heard yeah. the drunk, the drunk Domino's pizza delivery driver. Oh, yeah. But oh, I'm yeah. telling you what, in the natural, lit people are pretty yielded. Yep. If they're lit enough, they're no pretty yielded. They're pretty, they're pretty suggestible. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same thing. We've got to transfer that over to the spirit. When we're yielded to, to him, mm-hmm. I mean, we get lit and, and whatever he wants done, he can do it through us. But the key is yieldedness. Nobody's getting lit if they don't yield. You know, and I didn't even think about this, but, but, you know, the scripture that we read, I didn't continue on in Acts chapter 2, but it says these are not drunk as you suppose. There you go. Right. You know, so those people were really getting lit. They thought they they were. They they thought they were, and they were basically saying, see, because it's it's the third hour of the day or 9 o'clock in the morning, um, you know, so they're not really drunk as you suppose, but they're filled with the Holy Ghost. So, you know, when we get filled with the Holy Ghost, some people might not think we're lit. You know, but, but we're just yielding to the Holy Ghost. And, you know, it's it's, you know, it's joy as exceedingly that, that, you know, full of glory that we can't even describe. I mean, you know, so sometimes it comes out and dances and shouts and and whatever. But I tell you what, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not going to let the move of God be missed to this generation because I, I don't know. There's something because I've done so much youth ministry and and really i i really feel called um, you know and i still do it today because I'm, I'm still do young adult ministries here at, at rama um the the people the 18 to 25 year old you know maybe even now up to 30 year old the, the people who are kind of get to a point you know you know before you're when you're when you turn 18 you know usually you know you're, you're kind of locked into making sure you 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 if your parents brought you up in church you usually stay in there until you graduate then yeah. after you graduate from high school then it's really up to you yep and there's a lot of folks in the in the college age segment that kind of fall away sometimes, and they they kind of, you know they're they're you know well do I really believe what my parents believed or whatever? So I feel a, mm-hmm. a really calling to the kids between 18 and 25. Now I think it's being stretched out to 18 and 30. People are going through this yeah. time, yeah. you know, where they're trying to find themselves in life, yep. you know. And I think that we need to go out and reach these young people, and you know, and it's interesting, you know. There are some leaders among these young people, and, oh, and if you can sure. reach the leaders, you know you can reach a generation. Yeah. And so that that you're feeling is literally by the hand of God, divine destiny. And uh, if I can just speak to you by the Holy Ghost, just for a second here, that meeting that you talked about—that when you began to dance, it ignited the whole place. 
You've stepped through a Holy Ghost door. Now he's, ooh, is he strong right now? You have stepped through a new door and a season of explosion. Telling you this by the Holy Ghost. And you just keep pushing, and it is going to drag every one of those 18 to 30-year-olds. They are going to fall right in the move, right in the Word. They're going to fall back in love with Jesus. And so it is a pivotal time. That message you had about ignition and, and getting lit, it the most important thing was the timing of that. Yeah. God's had that message inside your spirit for a long time. Yes. The timing was perfect right after this health and freedom conference right after a whole year of everyone being wrapped in fear and wondering what tomorrow looks like the season has now begun for craig hagan to take a place and the whole world will hear hope help and healing from your voice Mm. amen 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 Amen. Amen. i believe that i agree with that amen Amen. yes yes amen you know it's just like that rocket it creates a vortex you know and they're going to get swept into that vortex. Behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. You know, and, and, I, and I do believe that God's given us vision because, you know, without vision, we perish. And I think that's, yeah. that's the thing. We have a lot of pastors who don't have vision. Yeah. They don't know where their church is going. They don't know. I, I know where our church is going. I, I know what we're supposed to do. And one of it, I actually asked, you know, some, some of you might know, and I'm not, I'm not picking on some of the marketing people here at Raymond, but, but, you know, you know, we had the theme hope, help, and healing for a long time, and then some of our marketing folks decided you know, that we wanted to live life unlimited. And some of you might know in that, mm. I actually did not, you know, not that I had anything against you know, against thing. I, I I liked our original you know original motto, and and, um, and so um, you know, not too long ago, I asked if we could bring it back, yeah. you know. You know, you know, sometimes I am kind of in charge of the marketing, but sometimes, you know, you want to let people have some kind of plan and do whatever. But you know what? It's too important yeah. because, I, you know, I wanted a motto that fits with my life. Yeah. And, and I and, and now I will say in the television program, we've always, you know, kept mm-hmm. that little hope, help and healing. But, you know, we kind of took that away from the, our church. And here's the thing, folks. I, I believe in living life unlimited. I don't know how to describe that. But I know how to describe bringing hope, help, and healing to the world, yeah. or, or even bringing hope, help, and healing to our world, which might be you know where we live. And and I think I brought that back at a, at a wonderful time where I didn't know what the world was going to happen, and, and all the all the hurt, and all the division, and all the strife that was going to take place. But but now that's where we're at in America. And it's time for us Christians, not just here at Rainbow Bible Church, but us Christians universally to go out and to bring hope, help, and healing to our world, to our generation. And, and it's time for us to, to get some young people. And that's why I'm so excited that we do have Rainbow Bible Training College, rbtc.org, that, that you can come and you can learn. You know, and I don't care. You're never too old or you're never too young. I don't care if you're 18 or I don't care if you're 35 or if you're 85. You know, you're never too old or ever too young to learn more about the Word of God because we want to light you up on fire. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I believe that, that that this next year, you know, in September, I believe that will be one of our biggest classes we've we've had in a long time. Praise God! And I'm so excited about that. And you know, people are you know are excited about coming to Rama. You know, and they're excited about actually coming to school together. And I'm you know, I'm going to say it: not wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. Not feeling fear. You know, and, you know, you know, because it's about freedom. Well, we literally, Raymond Bible Training College 
It literally is a launching pad. We fill your rocket, light your booster, and you're off. That's our job. Yeah. One of the things that I attest or that I believe has done such an amazing over my last 10 years was choosing good friends. And Aaron, I'm with a lot. He's a good, godly man. We're, you know, and Craig, and we, we all believe the same. We propel each other. We pull each other. We encourage each other. And that's what the Rhema campus is. You yeah. show up and you immediately have yeah. mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands of people who believe the way you do. They want to see you propelled for the things that God's called you to do. It's an amazing environment and of friendship and working together. That can't happen online. Yeah, no, 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 right. it can't. Yeah, and, and you know, and I think one of the other things that Brother Hagen, we'll talk about that some, some other time else, but he talks about going back to your own company. Yeah. And I think this is the time that we as the company, you know, we as the Rama family, and, and I, I'm so excited about people that are getting reconnected yeah. because I need, I mean, because there's some kind of, there's a kindred spirit between all of us in this room because yeah. we've all been trained the same way. Yeah. We all have the same mandate because when you come yeah. to Rama, you get that mandate and yeah. you get that vision, you get that DNA. Yeah. And there's something about us coming together that, that yeah. we feel bonded together. And For a sure. lot of folks have gotten, gotten away. I'm not saying they got away from God, but they've got away from that vision that, that you know, part of the song here at Rama, trained so to the world I could go. And, 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 and they forgot that they were trained to go to the world, to touch this lost and dying and hurting world, to go out to the highways and the byways, I say, because Brother Hagin said that, if, he, if anyone. I remember. Know. And yeah. so mm-hmm. some people ask about my, the prayer that I pray. The, the prayer that I pray before I minister every time is, is, is a variation of the prayer Brother Hagin always would pray every time he would minister. And, and people want what is a byway? I don't use that term byways, but, but a byway way is is kind of the you know the long way around i mean you know the the the, the rural roads you know you know because we have highways and then we have the byways you know the scenic road you know like route 66 has now become a scenic road and we know that here in the tulsa oklahoma area oh, yeah. you know and but i mean i mean god's been good anyone else i know we've kind of gone a little longer on, the, on this broadcast but anybody else have anything they want to share before we um i mean the um, only other thing i thought of was just that um you know the fuel in the tank is faith. You know, our faith is what is going to get us from point A to point B. And I would say that my training here at Rama taught me how to use my faith to go out and accomplish the dreams. It's the it, it fuel what for I the dreams. Know. It did. It taught, there you go <laughs> from the song. So, um, but it taught me, it taught me how to, those words. <laughs> uh, it taught me how to go out and accomplish the plan that God had for me. So, you know, I just can't more highly recommend that somebody, you know, take two years of their life at least and just take a time out, get to know God better. You know, my son wants to go into yeah. business but he's coming here next year, you know, and he's going to come and um, train at Rama, And that is going to propel him towards the plan that God has for his life, no matter what it is. And being led by the Spirit of God, that answers a million and one questions in your life. Is just turning to the guide on the inside and letting him tell you what the next steps are. And I think there's a lot of people probably listening who are going, you know, I don't know what my next step is. Well, I'm going to be that voice for you. It's to come and get trained at Rama. That's what it is. I feel like I've gotten so much more from Rama than Aaron got. Um, <laughs> Aaron just had that one faith point. I have 27 points I want to cover. Um, first one is listen in class. 
<laughs> second one, take notes. Proceeded uh, no, by staying I, awake. I tell you, that's good, um, Marty. Thank you. <laughs> I went three years of Rama, and if I could do it again, I would. I, it was absolutely an amazing experience. I came to this campus from Arkansas. I lived there for a few years. And when I came to this campus, the presence of God is so powerful. You would hear hundreds and thousands of people say that the presence of God is here. Mm-hmm. It, some people say, oh, it's just a bubble. Well, Lord have mercy. It's a training ground for you to learn how to interact with the very presence of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, and it is amazing. We had a lot of guests for the Health and Freedom Conference, and they all came and they said the same thing. I know. Yeah. Every, every one of them, you know, they've been contacting me and I mean, I've heard some of their podcasts, and every, every speaker every, said there was a presence of God there. I know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, you know and, 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 but we, we all know about this. Yeah. We yeah. all, you know, and they're just finding out about there's a presence of God. There's something about yeah. this place. Yeah. And, and this has been prophesied, like I said, even before my grandfather back with Rupert Bailey yeah. you know a young man I mean think about this a 17 year old young man who 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 got on fire for God that, yeah. that began to pray so we I mean when this place has been prayed out you know f- you know before we ever even showed up on this land yeah and amazing. it's just amazing it said from this place mm-hmm. would be a mighty outpouring of the spirit that would touch the entire world I mean think about that 19 you know, I'm not sure 1913 1917 we don't have a, the exact date I could probably figure out at some point in time where, where the where the the minister came but but the revival the revival right. happened I think, mm-hmm. but someone told us that early 1900s and you know you think about that to, to think about touching the entire world at 1913 1917 yeah. i mean you know i mean you know there now was, yeah. i mean you know it would have been much harder back then yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you didn't travel the world i mean it wasn't it wasn't you know there was no airline travel i mean you know i mean it's a whole i mean just to to, to be able to hear that message yeah and to be able to believe and pray that out. Yeah. You know, it's just so amazing. RBTC.org. I mean, we would love to have anyone that feels that they want to, they want to pray for the ministry or they want to learn more about the Bible. If you'll just go to that website, you can find more about our, our school and you can fill out some information and we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, maybe set up a time for appointment. In fact, camp meeting might be a good place to come. Camp meeting, our next big event on campus is, is camp meeting 2021, the last full week in July. I don't have the dates on me right now, but I mean, it's, it's the last full week in July. I do want to mention one thing we mentioned on the last podcast but we didn't mention on this podcast how to how to hear that message on getting lit if you'll just go to rama usa channel on facebook the rama usa channel and it was sorry sorry youtube correct youtube rama usa channel on youtube thank you tony you know that's why you're here to be be my (laughs) confidant to be to be my helper to be my guide (laughs) so he's not water boy who is who is that masked man (laughs) so rama usa channel on youtube and it's april the what do we the 18th oh april 18th april 18th 10 a.m um and, and the sermon on ignite or getting lit because it has two titles because at night was the Christian thing, the Christian version, <laughs> yeah. Christian yeah. version, yeah, We're getting lit. Uh, uh, camp to. meeting is July the twenty fifth through the thirtieth. Twenty fifth through the thirtieth, and and I'll be ministering on the twenty sixth, Monday night the twenty sixth, and it'll be a, another anointed message. You know, I, I got an exciting message that night. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but you know what? The Holy Ghost is going to be there, yes. and we're so excited about that. You know, we're going to end today's. Well, I'm going to say sorry, one more sorry. thing. We're not going to end today's broadcast. One last thing. We're going to have this is it. This is the end. One yeah. last thing. Uh, speaking of coming to campus, we're talking about other people, but I want to speak to our alumni because that's my sphere of, no. of, of work Of influence. Here, and, of and, influence, and, yeah. 
you know, we hear it all the time when we have graduates that haven't been on campus in years. They've, like you mentioned, what alluded to earlier, they've kind of floated and disconnected. I hear it over and over. You do too. When they come back on campus, they say, you know, I was reminded when I came on campus. Yeah. I was reminded why I started. And just coming here rekindled that fire. Mm-hmm. So get lit again. Get relit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think 2021 could be a, a, a year of reconnection, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, 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 and getting on fire for God. Amen. 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 Well, here at Rayma, we're bringing hope, hope help, help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. And we're so excited to hear from you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>